If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What it do, what it do, guys. It's DeAnthony here, man, a.k.a. Hood Scout, back again for another edition of the Hood Scout podcast. And this is really a unique podcast, a podcast like no other. We're going to have athletes, we're going to have coaches, we're going to have intellectuals, we're going to have media members of all sorts. And don't forget, guys, to like this podcast, share this podcast, and help grow this podcast. This is not just my podcast, this is also your podcast. And the only reason it's going to grow is because you guys are going to be invested in it, guys. Sit back, get your beverage of choice ready, get your popcorn ready, get your dinner ready, get your steak ready. Get your vegan meal ready. Tune in, guys. Hood Scout. Peace. Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Hood Scout podcast. Today, I got a really great guest, number one prospect in the 2025 class. Without further ado, tell the people who you are and where you're from. Uh, my name is DeCorian Moore. I'm from Duncanville, Texas, class 25. So where you grew up at, man, and what was that introduction into in the sports for you? Uh, I grew up in the Oak Cliff area, honestly. Well, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in the Oak Cliff area, running from my uh, whoopings and all that, you know. <laughs> but uh, I got into football really when I was around five. Uh, I think I was four or five. I was real young. But uh, I got into that because she seen how fast I was running from her whooping and stuff. And <laughs> what, what team? What, what team were you playing for? Uh, it was. I think it was like a Ravens team. I forgot. Okay. Uh, it was some. It was some type of Ravens team. Okay. But I got. I got into that with my with my older brother. I used to run over there to his practices. Every time I offense, you know, I practice to be real quick on flag. We'll just go out there and play, have fun, you know. Yeah. And uh, growing up, I, I had a real bad attitude. Like every time I didn't get the ball, I, I was just hot because I, I was just I was fast. I was I was what's the word? Uh, I want to say stingy, but spoiled. There you go. I was spoiled. So uh, I got into football when I was like five, and then I got into track that same year. And once I start, once I start getting fast, you know, it's when I start really like getting back into it and wanted to really do it more. And then I kept on doing that. So, uh, came when I was seven, I moved to another team. Uh, I think it was the Titans. The Oak Cliff Titans, I moved to them. Mm-hmm. And when I got over there, it was like they was big on family. Like all of them, all of them was like real close. They had good relationships. They went out, did this. And doing that, it's like I really started falling in love with the team. So uh when we got there, I was we, we was competing for our jerseys, our spots, all that stuff. And then time game come. Dude touching the ball, 
I'm touching the ball. And it's like we just we we just feeling good about ourselves, you know, because we 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 beating everybody all this. We won the game before the championship. Came championship. I'm talking about it's a whole different game. We playing some little uh, Hispanic refs or whatever, and they just not giving us nothing. We hot heated. Coaches on the field wanting to argue, wanting to fight, all types of stuff going on. So we end up losing that game by like a touchdown. And then came that next season, our whole team moved up. And being that we had that that family bond, you know, it was easy for us to get along, easy to know where everybody's going to fit in. That same year came around, and we went back to the championship. But this time, we played a different team. They was way bigger, though, because this this when everybody started growing, really. So they was way bigger. We we still ended up beating them. We beat, we beat them probably by, like, two or three touchdowns. And next year, I think I turned nine. I was finna change and go to another team with another coach that had tried to uh, talk to my mom and get me to go over there with a whole lot of other athletes, you know, Tiger, Marshall, all them. Um, I was finna go over there with them, and – I ended up coming back, but by the time I came back, the team was full. So I didn't get to get on that roster. And it was this other coach on the higher level. He knew he, we all knowing each other, but he he said I could get on his team, even though I'm playing up. I'm playing with 11 and 12 year olds. Dang. But but I I ain't really care because I'm I'm a, I'm a competitor. I compete no matter what we doing. So I moved up to that. I ain't played a position that I thought I was gonna play. He ended up putting me at tight end. So I'm 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 a little small, but me being a competitor, I'm still out there blocking. I'm still out there hitting, doing whatever. So I went to tight end. We blowing everybody out through the season, having one of the best quarterbacks. Uh, we got some big old running backs, everything. <laughs> so the whole year, our running back having weight problems. Like every time we go up to the scale, he's the overweight or can't play that game. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it was, it was terrible. So some weeks we had to play with him. Some weeks we, we, we couldn't play with him. Who was going through that the whole year? So some teams thinking they better than us because we didn't have our running back. They had a close game with us. But we ain't lose no games the whole year. We end up going out of town for our semi semifinals games. Mm-hmm. When we got out there, we we played a team that looked like they were full of grown men. Like, <laughs> where they, they from? They was from, I think Colorado. I think, okay, I think it was Colorado. Okay. It was freezing cold out there. Like it was, it was frost cold. Everybody had long sleeves, ski masks, everything. So we down there, we playing a grown man team. Like they, they huge. They had this one kid. I think he looked like he was finna graduate high school. He was like six three, and all us out there five six. We still little. Yeah. 
So they they put him at running back. We gotta fill the hole every play. That was hard. But they they end up they end up scoring only once the first half. And then we had we had zero. You know, we were hard for us to score. That was a big old team. Came the second half and I had to I had I had to start conducting the team. Even though I'm the littlest person on this, I had to start conducting the team. Everybody breaking down, starting to cry. They think the game getting over. I had to put everybody back in their place, letting them know that we still a team. We got this family. We we can come back and beat them. So, coach called a play. I'm at tight end. He he told me to run a corner. I ran the corner. Quarterback rolled out. And threw it to me. I caught it. I'm talking about dude was walking me. Like I, that made me feel so slow. He was real running all the way up on me, but I ended up scoring. Hey, cut, cut the uh, the light light cut off. You turn the light off. Yeah, brother. I got it. Okay, now keep going, bro. Cause you carrying a story that's good. It's just it's so dark. I don't want to. You know how they gonna look on the when we, when we air. So go ahead. Like you said, they, you said they, they, he walks it down, and then what happened? Uh, I still end up scoring, and then I think it was like the fourth quarter. We we drive down to like the five yard line. It took us like the whole quarter, the whole quarter to score that touchdown. Like it was flags being thrown <laughs> everywhere, but they weren't taking the time back, so the time was just. Clocking down, mm-hmm. but we end up winning that game, and then we get we get to Florida for like the top teams at a everywhere. Mm-hmm. We we thinking we just the best team out there, man. Our first game, we played some team called the Mustangs. Where they I, from? I think they were from like Virginia. All right, I think Virginia, man. They whole team was just fast, like fast. <laughs> had dreads. They was just fast. They had a quarterback. He was probably the fastest person on their team. Mm-hmm. And every time he rolled down, he'll he'll get around the corner, juke people. He rocked the whole team and scored. And then they start running the ball, filling the holes, scored again. I'm at safety. He ran through the hole, juke me, scored again. I'm just back there, like I don't know what else to do at this point. <laughs> so they end up beating us. I think they blew us at like 30, 30, 32 to zero. Like we couldn't do nothing. So we came back that next year, and it was like I was I was on the right grade level uh, now. Because I'm I'm older, playing with the right kids. So how I played last year, he ended up moving me, and I played running back. I think I played running back. Yeah, I played running back. I played running back and linebacker. Uh, what was it? I think it was. I think it was. Was it that was Coach Six Three, wasn't it? Yeah, Coach Six Three. He ended up putting me uh at running back and linebacker. I played a little bit of safety. Okay. And then I think it was Junior. No, that was Junior Pee Wee. It was Pee Wee after that. So 
I got my way. Yeah, I got my weight up that next year, and I moved up to Pee Wee. But this time, it wasn't all the kids. Like, cause some, the kids that we had, they stayed mm-hmm. on the right level. I moved up because it was gonna be my last year playing, and I was a little bit overweight of the weight, so I moved up and played with the other kids. And we were supposed to get a quarterback. The quarterback that we had, it would be my like one of my closest friends since I was real little. He ended up not coming. So <laughs> uh, he ended up not coming. So um the coach asked me, he said, Do I mind like do I want to play quarterback? Because we didn't have no quarterback. And me being an athlete. No, I can. I told I told him, you know, I, I guess I guess I'd do it. But I ain't never played quarterback before. So <laughs> it, it was it was finna be rough. We going through practices. I start getting this growing pain in my knee. So I'm wearing a brace to almost every practice. Every time we run, I'm hitting them with a ah, my knee hurt. Ah, I can't run, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I got out of that. So, time game comes, I have like actual growing pains. They'll they'll give me some ibuprofen pills or whatnot. And as soon as the game come, it was like it just it just went away. Yeah, depending on if we winning or losing. <laughs> if if we winning, I'm feeling good. I'm I'm, I'm in a moment. It's like I'm not worried about it. So it just mm-hmm. went away. And that was probably the best team we had. We got to... Um... If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. To Florida again and playing with the best teams. We beat our first team. Like, it was the first time we ever won a game down there. We beat them, like, 20-something to zero. And we finna play our second game. We walk past the team that we supposed to play, and they just staring us down, mean mugging us. Like they wanted that. Like they wanted all the smoke. <laughs> Man, they 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 was probably the biggest team I have ever seen in Pee Wee football. Bigger like, than the Colorado team? Nah, they, it was that team was a. I think they was from Cali. Okay. I wanna say Cali. Yeah, Rancho Cucamago. I meant they were from Cali. I don't know. But they they was big. They had some big old Hispanic running backs. They had that their quarterback was a little small. He was about our size, but they they receivers and they running backs was huge. Mm-hmm. So they they running the ball, they passing the ball. We not ready for it because they looking like a real organized team. Like they they got their schemes together, everything. 
they just sit, they keep on scoring. We on offense can't do nothing. They they blitzing every play, locking us up on at receiver. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what else to do at this point. They get the ball, score it again, head tapped our uh, cornerback. They kicking the ball off, onside kick. Like, they going full force on us the whole game. And they getting every last one of them because we're not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So, we end up losing that game just to see them in the championship. They end up getting blown out by the team in the championship. So we thinking we wouldn't even have survived that game because we got blown out by a team who just got whooped on in the championship. So yeah. fast forward that next year, I end up playing with DFWE with my other homeboys that been wanting me to play with them. I played with that team, and we had our first game, it was like, the biggest game that we was ever going to have that year. We played a team in Georgia. I think it was the Gators. And it was like, it was money everywhere going on that game. <laughs> like, they like they didn't, everybody was betting on it. I think Yellow Bees betted on that game. He posted and bet <laughs> money that, that we was going to uh, beat them. And we end up getting shit that game. They had 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds playing on that team, and we was only 12. So we we just being athletes, went out there playing anyways, trying to beat them. They beat us 21 to 0 with that team. And we drove all the way down there just for them to cheat us. So we did that, and then fast forward that season, we blowing everybody out, having fun, blowing everybody out. And we get to nationals. I can't go to nationals because it's my first year with the team, and I wasn't really comfortable with it. So that ended up being my last year playing select ball. Let me, let me ask you this. I was talking to another coach, and he was like, man, he had seen you playing. He seen you run track. He was like, mm-hmm. man, that kid was – he was fast and he was little. Did you – when you were young, did you already know, like, you fast? Did you already knew you had a gift? Like, did you know you were different? I wouldn't say I knew that. It was, like, how I started. Like, I, I was running from my mom's whoopings. So she seen that I was fast, and she put me in track. Once I got in track, I just, I, once I started running, I just started loving it because I was winning. So everybody on the team was fast, and I, I, I started liking the team a lot. That's what kept making me come back and wanted to get better with them every day. Mm-hmm. And then let, let, let's skip up to, to middle school. Cause that, that's really how I started seeing you. Uh, yeah. I think you was in, you were already in, I don't know if you was in seventh grade or eighth grade, but mm-hmm. you was in one them, and then I was like, man, you, you know, I don't know. You seen advanced, man. What, what? Walk me through that middle school time, and what time did you start like feeling like I'm a little different from my peers? Um, probably seventh grade. I wouldn't say I was real different because 
that was when I really started getting training and stuff. I was still just an athlete out there playing like the rest of them. But I really started getting training in seventh grade. So with D-Rob, he started helping me with my footwork because he could see like the determination in me to want to become an NFL receiver. Like I wanted to make it. So he really started focusing. When I went out there, he started helping me out a lot. And from there is when I just, I started being serious about it. And uh, my, my, what was it, my, um, I think it was my team. Yeah, my team, they they was good, but a lot of them didn't really like get training. Like they, they, they was out there being athletes, having fun. And we were just out there balling together. How important was that training? Like, was that you think that was important to receive that yeah, training? It, it was real important. I, I still I still do it to this day. Working with mm -hmm. D Rob, he mm -hmm. wanted me he wanted me to start young so I can get the feel for it. So when I get old enough, to where I got to use it, I'm already like knowing what I got to do. So mm -hmm. it helped a lot. Okay, now walk me to that middle school, man. Cause I really think that middle school really where you took out, man. Like I I, I had started hearing like this kid, this 2020 uh. 2025 kid, crazy. Like, walk me through that middle school. Cause you was at, you was at, in Duncanville Middle School, right? Um, yeah, I got her in sixth grade. Okay. When I was in sixth grade, it was like I got over here not knowing that they the best school to ever walk the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got here in sixth grade, not knowing that they they're a good top school. Uh, I, when I got here, it was like I was just. I was just here. I had to move here, so I'm here. And when I got to seventh grade is when I played and my coaches started talking to me about when I get to high school, what's going to happen. That's when I started learning about who Duncanville was, all the coaches and stuff like that, what's going to happen once I get there. So I really started focusing and wanting to get better. So when I get there, I'm not just lost. Some random new freshman coming in, got to learn everything. I want to already know that stuff. So um, my coach, Coach Jay, he worked at the high school already. So he already mm -hmm. knowing what you got to do to be good and start all that stuff up at the high school. So during practice, he'll work with me on that stuff. Uh, he'll work on my starts, my releases. Um, he'll put me at quarterback sometimes just in case I got to do this. I'll quarterback go down. I got to do this. And from there, he just, he just, he just been helping me a lot. So I'm pretty so, sure you had, I'm pretty sure y'all were pretty cold, man. Did y'all, yeah. was it a lot of other good guys on the team? How did that feel if it was to play with some other, other ballers? Uh, seventh grade year, it, it, it was a, it was a nice team. Everybody didn't really know like what they wanted to start playing because in little league you play whatever you want to, you know, you just, mm -hmm. they just put you whatever. They didn't really know like what position they wanted to play, so we were just really learning a lot. But it, it was a lot of good teams. I mean, a lot of good players on our team. Our quarterback, uh, we had our linebackers, our money, Mason, our running back. It was a lot of it was a lot of good people out there on my team. And that eighth grade year is when you really, we really start finding out like what position we wanted to play, and that's when I start I start playing receiver and safety, the main two positions that I liked. And I went to quarterback every now and then. 
I wanted to put our quarterback at receiver because he nice at receiver. He just he just don't got the little speed for it. But that was it. He got hands. But what's his name? I mean, what's his name? Nice squad. Uh, Keelan Russell. He the uh, quarterback that we got now. The freshman quarterback at the high school. So but we had a nice. I think eighth, eighth grade to me. That's when you got you start getting that attention. And let me let me ask yeah. you this too, man. Like honestly, how did it feel? To be so young and to already start getting attention. Uh, it really—I ain't gonna lie. It really—it it felt, it felt amazing. Like you know, <laughs> I, I could be this this next big thing at Duncanville, trying to be a, a five star, trying to go to college for free, all that helping my mom, knowing that I can do that right now and it starts now. It felt good. Yeah. How was? Like how was how was the reaction with your team? I said at the school. Like how did people kind of view you as? Was it like I'm a future star, or was it like some envy there? Uh, it was. It really, it really ain't really changed that much. But they really start seeing like how serious they gotta be. Like knowing I I I, I just got my first offer. Uh, I'm starting to get the attention. They wanted to hang around me a lot and start working with me. And pick my brain about the little things that I that I that I try to do on the field and off the field, and that's about it. So talk to me about talk to me about when you was going to camps. Like I would see you at D Rob camp and here mm -hmm. and there. What was your mindset like when you go to them camps as an eighth grader? What was your mindset? What was you going out there to accomplish? Uh, a lot of times when I went out to the camp, it, I was going with older older people. Like I go out there with the 2024, 2023 class. And by that time, they, they were still young and upcoming too, but they was a higher level for me, so they knew more than I do. So I wanted to get up there and go against them so I could see what I need to do growing up and know how I need to play. But going out there, I just wanted to be a competitor and not give up and do my best every rep I had and make sure – I'm fixing everything that D-Rob tell me after every route and knowing what I need to do. But it was a good camp every time I went out there, mainly. So walk me through, walk, walk me through that eighth grade, eighth grade, uh, eighth grade year at Duncanville. Well, I mean, the school out there. What school was it again? You did, did you go to, uh, what school you went to? I went to Kennebury Middle School. Okay, walk me through that eighth grade year. How, how was that yeah. season? Uh, eighth grade year, it was a rough season, actually. Mm. Yeah, seventh grade year, I had came in. We were blowing everybody out, having a good year. Eighth grade, a lot of people on other teams started getting a lot of training and stuff like that. So they started moving schools and playing with other cold people, and it was like they started being smart about it. So uh, we played – we started playing our first game. I think we played East, and they didn't really have – uh, DeSoto East, my bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. East. When you say East, I, I know who you meant. Yeah, but but if somebody listening from far, they might not know. So yeah, DeSoto East. Yeah, uh, we played DeSoto East, and there wasn't really a lot of competition. We we beat them, but I didn't. I don't think I played that game. I was out of town with my homeboy from my my brother's birthday, so I didn't play that game. They they played good without me. Like I start having confidence. Like I'm not just the reason we winning. So, next game come, I think we played McCowan. 
and it's a lot. It's a, a couple people on that team that I know. So we talking. We talking about that game even before we even start playing them. Yeah, and they they having a they having a uh, a thing to put two people on me or something like that the whole game, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played them, and it was a little rough. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was like... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It was it was hard for us to run our plays or something, and ever since then we had we had to start actually focusing to do good in practice and not just play around and all that stuff. And uh, our next game came and uh, I think it was Bird. We played Bird. One of my homeboys had got hurt on that team before we got to play them, so he couldn't even play. He was their best receiver. And he can't even he couldn't even play. My other homeboy was the quarterback. What's their names? Get get their names when you talk about them. Uh, it's my man to Tyron Polly, and the quarterback is Nathan McCoy. They both okay. at Duncanville right now. Um, we played them, and my homeboy at quarterback, and he just don't know what to do with it. He got to run the ball the whole game because he don't really got nobody to throw it to. So. We ended up beating them, and it was it was a rough game because we barely scored. Like it was like a thirteen to eight type game. They had they was calling our plays out. You know, at the high school, we run almost the same plays at the high school run. So everybody had the same plays in Duncanville. So we playing them, and they knowing every play we got. So it was hard to run against them. But at the end, it was just it was just family going against family, seeing what what each other got on on each side, and knowing how they're gonna bring it together at the high school. But uh, we when we got to, I think it was district. We got to district. The whole city was talking about that game, cause it was players on the, on the other team, Desoto West. It was players on that team that I've been playing with since Little League. 
Yeah. Yeah. They they was real good. So they all got to that school and they bowing everybody out 54 to 0, 60 to 0. And it was just like they really good now. Like last year that that team wasn't wasn't the best. But this year they like they was not being touched. So the whole city came out to watch that game. My little league coaches came. The high school coaches came to that game. They high school coach came to that game. And when we got to that game, it was like the team just started seeing other stuff. Like our team just started breaking down. So I had to talk to them through that and show them that they got pairs on just like we got pairs on. We played the same way that they play. Like it's no difference. And we got to the game. We started doing good. Running the ball, driving the ball downfield, breaking them down. And second half came, and it was just like they fixed, like, their whole scheme or something. Like, we, they'd start breaking us down. Like, we couldn't, wow. we, couldn't, we couldn't do nothing on offense. They was killing us on defense, and it was – I don't know. But and, we – And let me, say this, let, let, me, let me say this. For everybody listening, these are, you know, the kids that go to these schools, either go to Duncanville or DeSoto, so – yeah, they all know each other. This a rivalry. Who, 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 who was some of them kids on DeSoto that were cold? Uh, I, really the whole team, but um, the main ones I remember. Uh, we had Marshall, Kervin, uh, mm-hmm. Tiger. I think DeAndre Ryan is his name, right? Tiger, mm-hmm. uh, Dalen Singleton, Tony Dixon. He got a Duncanville now though. Um, they had another quarterback his name was Amari I don't, I don't really know his last name oh yeah uh how I think that's his last name yeah yeah him so how y'all how y'all kind of view each other do y'all you know everybody else is such a rivalry with some of these uh-huh. schools. do y'all look at each other at rivalries or y'all look at each other kind of like homeboys it's really it's really still like homeboys but that game it was definitely a robbery like we, we, was, <laughs> we was going at it the whole time talking stuff getting into it like we we was feeling it that game but at the end, it was all it was all family brotherhood. We shook it up and going on to how he was before that game even happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, talk to me about about that jump in high school, man. Cause you know you get to high school and now it's like, is he really like that? Cause he's young, or he really like that? Cause he got it. So walk me through when you made that transition from uh, eighth grade into ninth grade, and what was the biggest difference? Cause you got put in the fire, didn't you? Yeah, I really did. Like going into high school, it it was it was a little rough because it was bigger players, faster players. It was all either faster or the same speed as me. I wasn't the fastest on the field. So once I got there, I had to learn a lot. Like from the coaches, I had to learn a lot how to block, how to run routes, different coverages that they're gonna be running to stop me. I had to learn how to beat those and when I got there, I had to jump straight in the weight room, like to get stronger, all that type of stuff. They didn't really know if I was gonna be like a good fit on varsity because I wasn't as advanced as they was up there. So uh, when I got there, I had to jump straight into that. And first game came, I didn't really play too much, but 
as the season started going on, I started learning, like, what, what our receivers do, like, how they play, what I need to do to get open, and how how I can build the trust with our coaches and the quarterback so they can get me in the game. And once once I got my first play, I think it was Sock. It was Sock. We played that game. We, we was doing good that game. And – I was I, I was blocking good, and when we watched it on film, the coach started seeing it, and he he re, he really needed the blocking on the field. So that next game we played DeSoto, and the coach started building trust in me to when we run our plays, the quarterback he wanted the quarterback to look at me because I was at practice and I was killing like when I did my reps, I I was doing good. He wanted to see how I do in the game. So when we got to the game. Every play, like, I was nonstop doing my job, blocking. If, if the ball came to me, I was blocking every play. We watched the film, and every play, I was doing something. I wasn't just standing there. I wasn't watching the play happen. I was going to do something on the field. Mm-hmm. And the coach liked it, and from there, he, I, I, I became a starter from there. And ever since then, I just consistently kept going at it, going at it, and that's when my offer started coming. The coaches started seeing something in me. I was I was different. I was this player that they wanted. I wasn't like the rest. I wasn't this cocky player that they that they seen uh, talking stuff to players. I don't I don't do none of that. I just play ball. Mm-hmm. Now now you bro here you are you at a team that went to championship last three or three three years at least two or three years. Mm-hmm. You're a freshman like. To be a freshman on varsity, bro, is crazy. Like, how, like, what were your mind at? Like, were you, were you confident? Like, like, how, like, how do you like walk me through that? Cause that ain't normal, bro. That ain't normal to be at one of the <laughs> biggest schools, one of the best schools, and you're a freshman and you're on varsity. Like, that's like one out of a hundred, bro. Yeah. Um, to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a, a, a big deal because I've been doing a lot of stuff since I was little that a lot of kids ain't did. So it was it was just like another accomplishment that I had, you know. So when I got there, it was like uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like it, it it was real shocking though. Like as soon as I got there, I was on varsity. They wanted to see what I got. They wanted to see how cold I was, because a lot of a lot of people was talking about me and knowing yeah. that I was cold. <laughs> so they wanted to see what I was really about. So when I got there is when we start getting to work. They want to see how cold I was, what I can do on the field, what I did off the field, how I was keeping my high, um, not my hygiene, my health, all that stuff together. And hmm, I don't even know. I don't even know how to talk about that. Let, let, let me ask you this: How did it feel like going against these guys? Because I know you, it's a couple guys on your defense and in the secondary mm-hmm. who got who got offers like. How was it battling those guys in practice? Because some of them were older than you, some of them clung close to your age, but they were, they were good too, though. Yeah. Uh, every day is really like it's competition. Like every day they they see they see who on the offense, and it's like they they want us to get get better. We want them to get better because at the end of the day, we trying to have this state run to make it, and we want them to be at their best, and they want us to be at our best when we play other teams that come together. But – as a yeah, as a freshman, it was like 
it was different because in middle school, it wasn't like that. We was all out there doing what we had to do, but it wasn't like as intense. It's real intense in high school. They talking stuff, they get in your head. Uh, you you gotta focus, you gotta do, you gotta know everything you need to do. Why mm-hmm. they talking stuff, why they doing everything they gotta do to get you off your game. So it was real different, but I had to adapt to the environment. As you who was, know. let me ask you this, who was, you just being a freshman, you really a leader, but but being a young yeah. young pup, who 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 on the team that you seen was like kind of like a leader on the team? Uh, last year it was mm-hmm. def- definitely crook. Yeah, definitely Jordan crook. Yeah. What it what about like, him? What what leadership attributes made him stand out? Uh, every day he he talking, he telling us what we got to do, how we got to do it. He getting in our head. Telling us why we gotta be, uh, why we gotta get better, uh, get better, what we gotta do to get better, and it was just he, he, he was, he was the leader. He was definitely the leader on the team. Yeah, already. I- I- anybody else that was leader? I know he was. Though. I know you can say him. Anybody else? Uh, it was him. Um, not, not really, not really. Right. Nobody else. Okay. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't really nobody else that year. Okay, and then and then talk. Go ahead. He was the, he was definitely the overall leader of the team, and made us right. who we was. Yeah. Okay, I know. I know y'all had Midlock too, man. He would y'all, y'all would feed him a lot. Um, walk me through that championship game though. Y'all get y'all y'all make. Well, walk, through, walk me through the playoffs in general. Then up up to when y'all got to state. I can't really think of all our playoff games. Okay, but. I know y'all played Mesquite. Y'all played uh, South Lake. I know for okay, sure them okay. two teams. Our first game, I think we played Belton, Belton High School, and we watched they film. While we was watching they film, we was we was examining them like they secondary because we received we were looking at their secondary, mm-hmm. and we looking at it like we knowing that these kids can't play with us, like like. They don't got nothing that that they can stop us with. So mm-hmm. we running our routes, torching them the whole game, and that game just flop by. Like it's just over with that quick. We ch- we got people turning on the sideline because we see the game is over. We being smart about it. The next game, they say we're gonna play at SMU. We playing Mesquite, our second mm-hmm. playoff game. They talking. I don't know what hot stuff over there thinking they they finna beat us, they finna uh break the gates or something that they said, cause you know we say lock the gates at Dunkin' they mm-hmm. say they gonna break the gates, something like that. They done made posters and everything. So we get into that game and we jump off quick on their head, defense, sacking the quarterback, hitting the running back, everything. We swarming them. And we got to offense. Melock busting through the hole, running up the field, getting y'all, and it, it was just, it was, it was different. It was nothing I have ever seen before in my life. So, uh, we ended up winning that game. It was, I think, I think we had like 30-something that game. We ended nah, up that, that game y'all ended up winning by, I think y'all, the final score, I know y'all had scored 50. I was we at that game. 50, yeah. We, we, we scored a lot that game, but. Yeah. That game, I I scored I think once. It and you was, had a big pass, didn't you? Yeah, it was like a 40, 50 yard pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at outside, and 
they got this picture of me look like I was tiptoeing like Dion in the end zone. They said it was purposely, but I really did it on accident trying to break that last tackle, get in the end zone. Yeah. But I did that, and I got another big pass. It was supposed to be a touchdown. The corner, me and the corner was going at it the whole game. Cause that whole year I was I was taking like all the talk from the corners, the safeties, all that, and I was I was I was done dealing with it. So I I started retaliating, and me and the corner was going at it the whole game. So I hit him with a release or whatever, ran up field. I'm beating him by like ten yards on the route. I got the ball. I had to turn around for it. I caught it and I fell at the fifty. Mm-hmm. And he was nowhere near. So that, that was a, probably a 100-yard touchdown that I had that was gone just like that. Mm-hmm. But um, that was the game. And the next game, who was it? Uh, I forgot who we played next. Like I, said, I remember y'all played Satellite, man. I don't know. That might have been a game after that. But I know for sure y'all played Satellite. How, how, let me say this. How, how I feel – like, do it feel any certain way, like, if you don't get some uh, some targets your way? Uh, No, not really, because I know that we're going to win the game at the end. As long as we're doing good and running back hitting the hole, we, we really like a run offense team with the mm-hmm. running backs we be having. So I don't, re- I don't really trip like that, knowing at the school I'm getting, I rarely get targets. I just got to make the plays when they come to me. That's all we're I got. And let's lead up to that that championship game. I mean, uh, what was the the motivation, nerves? Um, I know you had to overcome some that some game stuff. That that game, I think you missed one yeah. one 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 play. And I and you know that's 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 tough because you're so young, but that's gonna mm-hmm. help you grow. Walk me walk me through the emotions leading up to that game or or at that game. Uh, at the game, it was it was a play that we were running all year. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was it wasn't for me, but I haven't been getting that that ball the whole game. Like mm-hmm. it was the first time somebody left it open, so I wasn't ready for it. And when he threw it, it was shocking to me. But at the same time, it was like it was finna happen, so I had to go get it. And when the ball came to me, it was like I, I don't know. I, I wasn't. I, I feel like I wasn't ready for it. And when I dropped it, it threw my whole mind off because I've been catching passes like that all season. I would get underthrown all season, making plays, making the quarterback look good. So when I dropped that pass, it threw me all the way off. But when I got to the sideline, my teammates talked to me, my coaches talked to me, and they threw it at my head just in a snap of a finger. So uh, when we got to that game, it was like, all the all the DBs that they was talking about that was gonna lock me up, all that went out my head. They was just another player on the field, just like me that I was playing against. So um, playing against them, it was just like they was advanced players. Like they were still players on the field. They were just advanced and knew what they was doing. So I had to actually read them to know what I need to do on the field. And every time I got open, it was like. The plays was just not happening. Yeah. So. Now, now when we look at a team like that, like y'all, they they they've been a real big big, big thorn in Duncanville side the past three years. That's that's Houston North Shore. What what made them stand out? Was it speed? Was it size? Was it like you just said they were 
you know say what you just said what what made that, that team stand out i mean it was and it wasn't a blowout game but yeah it was, what, it was what made great, them stand out they they was nice um i would say really it was technique they had a nice little quarterback too and coaching they 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 court, he 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 was nice as yeah. that could be a <laughs> nice he definitely surprised me too but go um, ahead i'm bad at me cuz y'all as a team i say technique and coaching Mm. Knowing like they strategy come in the game and they stuck with it the whole game. Like they man us up. They they knew what they was doing. So that that's definitely uh uh the reason that I think that they stayed in the game. So was the size pretty like the size was pretty pretty much the, the same? Yeah, the size was pretty equal on both sides. They had some good players, we had good players, they was big, we had big players. It, it matched up really well. Okay, okay. Good side. So you say they were kinda of like they were more technical. Yeah, that was more technique. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Cause that when I ever I talk to a player, they play a high level team and get beat. They say the team they were more technically sound. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. That's, what, that's really all, all you have to it. When when the team good, and they they know what they technique is. They know what they need to do to beat the other player. So walk me through. You in that this summer come? Uh, what was your mindset? What was your mindset in the, in this spring this summer and then? Walk me through how some of them offers came in, because I know you you went up another level even with the offers. Mm-hmm. Um, this summer, uh, I would say I was more determined this summer, like knowing what I need to do to get back to state, doing what I need to do to win state, all the lacking that I did last year as a as as a team that we did as receivers, knowing that we we gotta fix it this year. Because we all want that ring at the end of the day, so mm-hmm. we shed a lot of tears, all that. Knowing we we didn't want to feel none of that no more. We wanted to go back and take it all for ourselves. So we we had to come together as a team, and me knowing that I made it happen soon as I got there, and we wrote all our stuff down on the board, all our accomplishments, all that stuff. And when we seen it, we knew how hard we had to work this summer. Because last summer we didn't put in all the work that that we should have, so I wouldn't let no lacking happen. We went straight to it as soon as I got there. Then yeah, walk me through, uh, walk me through the offers. Any any new offers come about during the spring and the summertime? Um, I can't really name one. I, I, I know like I did. I feel like you I, did. I, de- I definitely got some. I know I know I did. Cause last year I ain't, I ain't have too many. I think I had like. 15 i think last year i definitely got something this year i can't really name them i know i got texas and them that's how you know you got a lot <laughs> <laughs> i can't even name them <laughs> yeah uh, i think i got texas and them i got ou um uh, uh ut i think didn't you i did i, I did get ut i got ut um it was another probably dang near everybody, man. I'm guessing. I can't, I can't name. But yeah, but you, but like I said, at least it's at least probably it's at least over fifteen. Yeah, it's over fifteen. So, how you how you view that process? Now you still young, so you know you. I'm mm-hmm. sure you ain't even close to making decisions. But how you view that? Like, I mean, we're in the age now where kind of social media, you know, everybody let us post their offers, post mm-hmm. their they rankings and stuff. Like, how yeah. you kind of handle that? What's your view on that? Um. I really don't let the social media get to me. You know, I, I, I rarely be on Twitter. I rarely be on Instagram, all that. 
So I really don't let it get to me. It's a lot of people on Twitter talking about me. Uh, a lot of people on Instagram uh, hating on me. I got all my offers. I'm overrated, this and this. I don't let it phase me because I know what I can do personally. Like, nobody know me as personally as I do and mom. So she talked to me about that stuff, telling me that all that stuff don't need to be getting in my head, all the stuff I need to worry about so I can be successful because that's who I want to take care of when I get older. Mm -hmm. Have you did any – have you went on any visits? Uh, I have been to Texas and OU. I, yeah, that's it. Just Texas and OU. How, uh, how were them visits? What they? What's that process like? Uh, I really, I really love love both of them. They both really family orientated. Like they they big on family. They big on life after football. Like they they worried about winning championships, all that. But they want you to be great outside of football. They want you to be a good person outside of football. So I, I really, I really liked how they put that inside our head. That's where we're gonna wrap it up with these two. What's your what's your goals coming into this year? And then talk about what's some advice would you give to to some young ballers? Um, my goals for this year are just just get better. And when I get to state, we taking it all. Really, that's all I'm focusing on this year. Mhm. And, and then what? My. For the young ballers, I just say keep going and don't don't stop. Mm -hmm. Do what you do best. Yeah, give me yeah, you gotta give me some mess in that. I mean, cause you been there, man. Like what they need to work on, what they need to, what how, how they need to take that game to another level. I want I wouldn't just say go to D Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, okay. Let, phrase it like this: Should they? Like, do you think they need to be like getting extra training, like, like you know, definitely. lifting weights, like from that perspective? De definitely. Uh, seven. I think it's start start seven seven grades when you start need to start lifting weights for real. Like okay, start great. being start being prepared and get focused and know what you want to do in life early, so you can know how to start preparing yourself for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 50 minutes in, man. That's a wrap. Corey yeah. Moore, number one, uh, number one, probably the player in the 2025. So I'm gonna post a little snippets on um on um Twitter. And uh mm -hmm. if you got any football pictures, send me a couple of them, all right? All right. Okay, bro, that's it. Take care. What's so, up? All right, bro. First and ten from the 42. Russell going deep, does have a man. That was caught in stride by DeCorian Moore. The sophomore takes it into the red zone. It'll be first down, Duncanville, down at the 12-yard line, I believe. Let's see. They marked that at the 15-yard line, but it's a big strike of 44 yards. Now DeCorian Moore, just a sophomore.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.